Hey everybody and welcome to another week of Good Luck High Five. I am one of your hosts, Megan. And I am not your host, Maria. I am Greg, here to temporarily host for one week. That's right. We have amateur pro Greg yeah. in the studio today while Maria is sorting out being a dragon in Wales. Yeah, this is so weird. Whenever I come on, they're like, don't talk until we finish our intro. Oh, yeah, and now, true. So I'm so used to like awkwardly sitting in silence. <laughs> and you can see this on the videos. I'm just like yeah. sitting there twiddling my thumb, desperately waiting yeah. for my moment to talk. But now I can talk. Now you're here. I have so many things to say. Wow. You're here in the real life flesh and blood. And yeah. you, can, you have a voice. Yeah. Like Ariel at the beginning and end of the film. <laughs> That's the a really mermaid. disappointing middle. <laughs> um in case you did not know, you are listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering. Whether you're sitting at home jamming some arena, you're heading out to your LGS, or you're playing with some friends, you know, we're here for you. Yeah. Before we get started on today's episode, which includes lots of exciting things, yeah. we are going to talk about Sealed, which Greg played in London. I did a lot of times, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> So that's some War of the Spark sealed coming at you. Then we're going to look at what's hitting standard right now with these yep. new cards. And we're going to take a little trip down memory lane of our favorite standard decks through the ages, you know, for as long as we've been playing, which yeah. is in the history of magic. Oh, Not the long. history of magic. Man, no. got some things. You, don't, you do. don't have to go back before you were playing. Okay. That's okay. only since you started. Um, and then we're also going to have a choose your own adventure planeswalker story. Ooh. Um, that we're that Greg is going to is going to go through. Yeah, and we'll I'm going to I'm not going to say that. What? <laughs> it'll hopefully be better than the actual Planeswalker story wow. of War of the Spark. Sick bird. Greg mm. was just telling me about how that story was, you know, a thing that happened. It was a thing that happened. It yeah. was a conclusion. Mm -hmm. It definitely concluded the story <laughs> in a way that made sense and felt like it delivered on all their character arcs. Well, there you go. That's something. <laughs> You know, that's an accomplishment. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but before we get started on all of that, we have people to thank. Yay! And the very first people we thank are you, the you. patrons of the show. Um, if you support the show on patreon.com slash glhfmagic, thank you so, 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 so much. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a really great way to give back to the show. And sometimes you get perks like cool good luck high five tokens. Yes. I just got my good luck high five tokens. And this oh, yeah. set, War of the Spark, because they have so many different planeswalkers, there are a lot of different tokens you can make. Yeah. And I had tons of fun all weekend making Megan and Maria my tokens. My personal favorite was my Megan Wolf Wolf tokens. Yes. Uh, I thought that was very appropriate. Amazing. <laughs> I found a Voya token while we were in London and I was like, this is me, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. It anyway, would. I think it's a it's up to you to decide when you make a zombie army, if you want it to be Megan or Maria. Oh, yeah. Um, I had to have them be Maria's because Megan's were uh, busy being wolves. Yeah, um, that feels appropriate. Yeah. So um, if you <laughs> if you are able to pitch in as little as a dollar twenty five a week, that's five bucks a month. Um, it really makes a world of difference to us and helps us keep bringing this show to you. Also, a big thanks to our sponsor, Card Kingdom. Yeah, Card Kingdom. Cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. You can put in the comments of your order, good luck, have token, and get one of those sick tokens that Greg was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best way to get them. 
yeah. other than Patreon rewards, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? That one's that's, that's done. So that's now done. this is the only this is the way, only to, way get to get them. Oh, yeah. shoot. Or to meet us in person. Oh, yeah. If you're going to be at Magic Fest Madison this week, come and find me if you Ooh, want a token. There you go. You can find Greg. Get some sick tokens. And also, we'll also give you sleeves to give away. Ooh, sleeves. Yeah. Card Kingdom sleeves? sleeves? Um, these ones will be Ultra Pro Ultra sleeves. Ultra Pro Sleeves. Which you can Sweet. also get at Card Kingdom. Ooh. But Card Kingdom, fastest shipping in the West. Or in the East. You know, wherever you're shipping to or from Card Kingdom. Or from? To or... Wait, no. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> no matter where you're shipping to, <laughs> they are... <laughs> They are really on top of it. <laughs> Unlike me being on top of these words that I'm saying right yeah. now. <laughs> Just because we've been back for, from London for eight days does not mean we're over the jet lag. No. No. I was just saying, I woke up at six I feel this like, weekend. like there's a, an eight-sided dice being rolled, yeah. and that is when I wake up between 1 a.m. and 8, 8 p.m. 8 a.m. Oh, 8 a.m. Uh, no, <laughs> it's just random every day. Yeah, it's true. Your brain is just it's, like, is now morning? And you're like, no. No. <laughs> is now morning? No. <laughs> All right, Greg. All right. Sealed. Let's War of the Spark. Yeah, let's talk about Sealed War of the Spark. What so, was it like? Yeah, so I played in Grand Prix London uh, a week and a half ago. Yeah, which is this was a war weird format. Which Grand was Prix. a weird format. So let's explain it. So there were seven rounds of Swiss, um, and you had to six one or better to make day two, which is Hot really dang. hard. Um, yeah, six one is a really good record. Um, it but is. they had four flights. So both Friday and Saturday, they had flights starting at 9 a.m. and flights starting at 1.30. Ooh, um, and so you 1.30. Could, That's my time to yeah, play Magic. Um, absolutely. Although those flights ended at like 11 p.m. or midnight. Midnight, um, not my time to play yeah, Magic. So uh, those ones went really late. Yeah. Um, and the, the rough thing about it was that if you wanted to do flight one and see how it went and then join flight two, um, you had to drop after round two. <laughs> which I would not recommend. Yeah. Um, Why because, would you not recommend it, Greg? Well, I might have some experience doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so my first fight, I had a really good deck, but I lost to someone who I later learned went 7-0 and with a really strong deck. Nice. Um, and then I was 1-1, and I was like, well, am I going to try and go 5-0, or am I going to pick a new deck and try to go 6-1? And I decided to pick a new deck. Um, which I think was the right choice, although when I then was 1-1 after two rounds and it had pretty much wasted feel. three hours later, <laughs> uh, wasted three hours, it did not feel like a good use of my time. So anyway, <laughs> if anyone from Channel Fireball is listening, uh, please don't do this flight system again. Or if you yeah. do, try to rework it a little bit because 6-1 is really, really brutal. I Especially heard... in a sealed format yeah. like War of the Spark, where there are some really powerful bombs and you can just two matches in a row lose to really powerful bombs yeah. and then your tournament is over. I heard generally people did not... In particularly enjoy the flight methodology yes um i will i would add my voice to that yeah um the what were your decks like though yeah so th the good news of this is i got to play three different decks all of which <laughs> were very different and so i got to play i got to have a really good feel of the sealed format 
Yeah. Um, one, I want to start by talking about the planeswalkers because they're yeah. the most obvious thing in the set. Um, and I feel like I've been on a bit of a roller coaster with the Planeswalkers. Okay. Because when the set was first being spoiled, I was like, oh my God, Planeswalkers are busted and limited. Play all your Planeswalkers. It does feel that way. That's like the way that we've been conditioned right. to think about them. So then the whole set got released. And on my stream, uh, on my Good Luck High Five stream, I was talking about the Planeswalkers. And I said, you know, these uncommon ones aren't as good as they might look. And you don't fall into the trap of playing your planeswalkers just because they're planeswalkers yeah. was the advice I gave. Um, and I was like really confident on that advice. <laughs> I was like, man, like don't, don't overthink it. Like don't play all your planeswalkers. Just play your good cards. Yeah. Now after playing the format, okay. I think you should play all your planeswalkers. Wow, I think Greg. even the ones that I thought were kind of weak, uh, can be really, really good. Even uh, Ashiok. Ashiok. Is, okay, is like there, the there bottom are a couple. Line. Ashiok, I think, is not good. Teo Verata, the Shield Mage, I think, is not very good. Yeah. Um, um, Huatli, I think, is like really conditional. Can yeah. be playable, but most of the time you don't want to play her. Yeah. Um, but most of the others, I think, are quite good. Mm -hmm. um, at least everybody. Playable. This Tybalt is pretty. Oh good. yeah, Tybalt is nice. Yeah. Um, especially the ones that make tokens. Those are the best. Yeah. Um, so like Tybalt, Vrashka, Arlen. Um, Angrath, yeah, for example, but yeah, so my first seal deck I think was my best one, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> I had a god eternal Bantu and a really good green black, uh, sorry, blue black control deck. Hot dang, um, god eternal Bantu, god eternal Bantu is really good. Um, I had 4C, the sorry, Tamio's Epiphany, oh, um, yeah. which I think is one of the best commons in the set in sealed, yeah, um, just being able to scry for and draw to. Um, that's like what you want to be doing in this sealed format. Yeah. Um, it's definitely a slow and grindy format. That's um, what I heard. Which is good if you have bombs and really bad if you don't, <laughs> because the games will last long enough, um, to where if you don't have bombs, your opponent will draw their bombs and you might lose to them. <laughs> so what this means is if you don't have bombs, you maybe don't want to play into the grindiness of the format. Yeah. My third seal deck, um, which is actually the one I did the best with had the fewest bombs, um, and because of that, it had like an okay looking grindy deck. And I just decided, nah, I can't go six one with this. And I made an aggressive green red deck. Um, my right. only rare I got to play was Domri, who ended up being really, really good. Um, and then I just got to aggro people out in green red and it was actually very effective. All right. So, um, so yeah, <laughs> I think if you have bombs, play the grindy game. If you don't, Try your best to be aggressive. Just, like, make some big creatures. Yeah. There's some big creatures in red-green. Oh, yeah. You can just, like, like... I played the, like, 4 4 proliferate guy. I played the 7 6 worm mm -hmm. for 6. <laughs> Had some ramp spells to get him out sooner. Classic. Yeah. Um, I think there, like, there's the red-green fight. Oh, the red-green one-sided fight that, that make, puts is, a counter. That card is disgusting. It's disgusting because in green you have all this proliferate stuff. Yes. And so you put a counter on something and fight with it, and then you can proliferate the counter up yeah. and make your creature okay. huge. Even if you don't have proliferate, that card is yes, gross. Definitely. It can also target planeswalkers. And sometimes planeswalkers are really hard to remove in this set. Yeah. Talking about bombs, like the other thing that makes this format rough is that so many of the rare planeswalkers cost three, and if they go unanswered, they just take over the game. Yeah. Like Domri, Vivian come to mind. Some of the uncommon ones at three, two, like Sahili Rai. Yeah. Um, these planeswalkers 
if they play him on three into an empty board, which happens a lot in limited on turn three, yeah. you're just going to easily win the game. Oh man. Um, some of my favorite limited, like I only did have drafted so far. Yep. Um, but like playing Davriel into an empty board. Oh, absolutely. That's <laughs> another one. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Just discard your cards. Yeah. Davriel's great. Um, okay. Opi- opinion. Do you attack a planeswalker that cannot be activated anymore? Um, because it has, it doesn't have enough loyalty counters on if, it. If they're in bant colors, uh huh, definitely. Okay, because um, otherwise, bant colors are they proliferate colors? Right. Um, if they're not in bant colors, usually not. Although I got totally blown out by this because I didn't attack a Tybalt that was at one in a <laughs> in a game that went forever, and yeah. then my opponent played Sarkin. Oh, yep. And Sarkin makes all of your planeswalkers into dragons. <laughs> and I, so then she plus yeah. one her Sarkin and killed me with a 4-4 four, four flying Tybalt that I had not bothered to kill. Good for so, Tybalt. Yeah, I know. Tybalt's really, he's really coming he's really, up in the yeah, world. Yeah, good for him. First, he's like a playable, uncommon planeswalker yeah. making those devils. And now he's a 4-4 four, four flying yeah, dragon. Yeah, those devils are annoying, too. They really are. Yeah. Something that... How dare it ping... How dare it ping when yeah. it dies? Uh, I got to play with Tybalt and Jaya together because oh. Jaya makes red yes. things deal one more damage. So oh. the devils deal one more damage in combat and then their ping deals two. So that is a nice combo. Holy cow, that's gross. Yeah, that's so gross. The other thing that I didn't realize about the planeswalkers in the set is like if you just have two or three planeswalkers in play, your opponent's choices get so hard. Yeah, like they want to it. They're pretty much forced into attacking. And then which planeswalkers do they attack with which creatures? When do they attack you? And like leveraging the like difficulty it makes your opponent's situation is not something yep. i realized and every game where i had two or more planeswalkers in play i felt incredibly dominant even if the planeswalkers weren't very good yeah uh, and same on the other side like if even if they just had like dovin and zhang yang Wu, i yeah. was like okay like this is really good for you even though those aren't the best planeswalkers in the set question another yes. question okay so you have a Dovin in hand or something like that. Yes. Dovin or like the Wanderer, yes. which specifically their minuses only have targets. Yes. Um, which are relevant, like with depending on what your opponent has on the board. Yep. They have no targets for them. Yep. You have them in hand and you have nothing else to cast this turn. Yep. Do you cast it's them? pretty contextual <laughs> on what the board state looks like. Um, okay, uh, let's just say Dovin costs three, right? Yeah, so uh, it's I, turn three. Your opponent has nothing. You have nothing. Oh, you have on an nothing empty, else to play. On an empty board, I yeah. will slam my planeswalkers in a All heartbeat. Right. Absolutely. Even though um, you're not even going to activate it that turn, you're yep. just like, I'm, I'm using my mana. Yep. The problem with the wanderer is some. There are some creatures that grow in this set. Yeah. And sometimes you don't want to reveal that you have the wanderer. That's like fair. sometimes they proliferate too much, and then you're yep. like, haha, gotcha! I have the wanderer. You proliferated too much. Um, I have seen people proliferate counters onto their opponent's things to make them bigger so that the wanderer can exile them that's exciting which is very exciting yeah um but yeah and the wanderer's text is pretty relevant against red decks yes do you know about the combo with the wanderer no there's the rare black card that says you can return any number of creatures or planeswalkers from Uh any graveyards and then it deals damage to you equal to their total converted mana cost. That's right. Okay. So if you have the Wanderer in play uh-huh. and you cast that card, uh-huh. it doesn't deal damage to you. What? Because the Wanderer says prevent all non-combat damage that would be dealt to you. 
What? And so with these two cards, wow. you just get to get all the things back from all the graveyards. Beautiful. And you don't take any damage. You don't take any it's damage. It's one of the most busted things you can do in this limited format. That's absurd. Yeah. Fellow pirate boy, Matt Sikik Johnson. I saw him do this a bunch of times <laughs> and it was really good. Yeah, that sounds. Also, when I saw that black card, I was just like, this can't be real. But it is. Yeah. It's very real. Um, I also saw someone cast it and then die. But, yeah. you know, I mean, that happens. It happens. Exactly. It's why it's able to be a card. Yeah. Also, Maria told me Matt went 3-0 in his yeah. first draft. This is the fourth time that he has gone 3-0 in the first draft. Yeah. Of, of a PT or Matt Sick Johnson is very good at Mythic Championships. Although, yes. despite starting 7-1... Let's just yeah. not talk about his day two. I don't yeah, think, I don't think he'd want to say. A it just, rough. It's just, let's just say he dropped from the tournament at 7-1. He decided to quit while he was ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. for personal reasons, had to catch a flight home or something. Classic. The, yeah, of course. That's definitely what happened. You don't know, look into it. When you're ahead at 7-1, <laughs> you just want to be done. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know. Okay, I will say, though, this is actually, I will say this about his day two draft deck. Um, supposing that he had gone on to continue to play rounds yeah. and had drafted a deck on day two. He like one dude with it, supposedly, if it had happened. It looked really good. Yeah. It was you, a really good deck. One of his losses, here's what happened. His opponent played Ral, the Ral that copies spells. Yes. And cast totally lost, I copied heard about that. four times. Yeah. So he put just kept stacking the top of Matt's deck and he never drew a new card for wow. the rest of the game. Yeah, I did hear about that one. Pretty nuts. That's rough. Yeah. So anyway, I my main takeaway of War of the Spark Limited is play your Planeswalkers. They're good. Uh, be grindy if you can, but if you don't have bombs, try your best to be aggressive or play counter spells so that you can counter your opponent's bombs. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, thanks, Greg. Yeah. And there's a great opportunity to play Sealed this weekend at Magic Fest Madison. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be a really fun tournament. No silly flight system. Um, so hopefully I will see a lot of you there. Is the city of Madison paying you for this endorsement? Uh, it is not. Neither is <laughs> neither is Channel Fireball who runs this event. Twice. <laughs> but well, I'm, I'm excited. Kidding. I, I know. I'm I haven't amazing. actually been to that many Grand Prix recently. And I know. So me neither. I'm super excited to play in one. I'm sad I can't make it to this yeah. one. Um, anyways, but like Greg said earlier, find him there. You can get some tokens or some sweet stickers. Yeah. Or some sleeves. Or really anything else that you want to take from the office, Greg, (laughs) give it to people. Okay. (laughs) Tweet at me at Neverbully. Let me know what you want from the good luck high five stash, and uh I'll be sure to bring it. Wow. What a deal. It is time now for a standard corner. Yeah, we're going to be talking about standard with the new set War of the Spark. Hold on, Greg. You have to do the bit where you're just like, it's just an average corner because it's a standard corner. (laughs) It's just an average corner. There you go. Like, look at that corner. Look into your rooms right now. Do you see that corner? I see a corner there. A corner there. So many standard corners. Greg, you're a mathematician. (laughs) (laughs) How many degrees... (laughs) How many degrees in the classic corner? Uh, somewhere between five and oh. 125. Wow. But what would you say like a standard mm, corner is? Like, look, we're not perfectionists here. Let's say 93. Oh, okay. You know, sometimes they're like a little yeah. too, you know, wide. It's a little too a little wide, too a little too narrow. Okay. So, yeah. What you're saying is no corner is perfect. Oh, exactly. So when you talk <laughs> about modern, 
Do you have like fancy modern corners or like legacy? They're oh. like really old timey corners that are we like should. like getting getting taken down. A real vintage corner. No, but we should like right like a vintage corner is like in the Sistine Chapel. Yes. <laughs> oh, look at this vintage corner. Or a, a, modern, a, a, a limited mod- corner is like a a corner that just kind of like eventually fades to a an archway because yes. it's it's very limited. <laughs> I would say like a modern corner is like we go to like a Frank Lloyd Wright house. And oh, it's like, oh, look at this but very it's, modern. But corner. it's not actually a corner. It's just a straight edge. Yes, you know, this is a flat line. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I did not know that you could get this much material out of corner jokes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. We really, really stretched corny it. jokes. Uh, get uh, out of here. Uh, I'll be I'm hosting the rest of today's show alone. Bye. It was lovely being on the podcast. <laughs> Um, anyway, so there was, first up, there was a standard SCG this past weekend. There was? Um. <laughs> Sorry. There was! <laughs> Thank you for catching it. It sounded like a question when you said it there. It's like, Greg, we talked about this. There was. Yeah, there was. Uh, it was, I actually spent some time watching it. It was a really fun event to watch. Yeah. Except, uh, especially if you like watching Simic Nexus players do nothing Ooh. for many, many hours. That's all I want to watch. Uh, Activating search for his canta, playing another mm-hmm. Nexus, untap, mm-hmm. activating mm-hmm. search for his canta, mm-hmm. Nexus, for about 20 straight minutes while, this they're, sounds great. while attacking their opponent with a 1-1 callous dismissal token, because <laughs> that's how they're winning these days. It takes some time. Do you know what? It's on their opponent for not conceding yeah, sooner. I guess so. <laughs> but I have to say, we are looking at the top eight of this event. Yeah. Tell me about the top three decks. Wow. Well, there's only three words that I can say to describe them. Yeah. Mono, red, aggro. Mono, red, aggro. All three of the top decks. All three. Disappointingly, the second and third decks have no War of the Spark cards in them. None. They have have two of our new friend Tybalt in the the sideboard. Not even in the main. But look at Tybalt. You know, yeah. he's making it into standard play. Congratulations to him. Yeah, good job, buddy. Who would have seen? Yeah. Nice work. Yeah, you're so proud. Good job, kiddo. Um, <laughs> um, and then the first place deck had four copies of Chandra, um, the new Chandra, the rare one. Fire that, Artisan. Fire Artisan. Yes. Um, um, which was good in the mono red mirror. Yeah, I I believe that. Yes. Um, anyways, that's, you know, that's yes. all we need to say about those. So decks. even though Simic Nexus was, I think, the deck of the tournament. Yeah. Um, it did not put any copies into the top eight. We had the three mono red aggros uh, that finished first, second, and third. Do you know what? You should be... (laughs) If you show up to the tournament and you have no cards from the new set and you're playing mono red aggro, you should be disqualified from the event immediately. What if they just, like, didn't get a chance to get any new cards? They're kind of hard to get. What if, like, they ordered from somewhere that wasn't Card Kingdom and so the shipping took longer? Uh, And so, Greg, you're doing a really good job (laughs) working this plug in here. (laughs) Um, but you're right you know okay we'll give them one more week but if someone plays mono red aggro at a standard event any day after this one i i will immediately megan i bet there are a lot of people that listen to this that play mono red aggro and i want you to know that i don't judge you as someone who plays tron and modern uh, i don't judge you for your deck choice i think you should play what you enjoy and what you think gives you the best chance of winning do you know what? I will say this. I do judge them. Wow. And and it's okay because there are people who listen to this podcast who judge me for being who I am. Mm, that's which really... Is, which is a control player. Yeah. So, you know, um, I well, can... I didn't know control was... Like, we can definitely judge control players. <laughs> See? This is what I'm talking about. It's a really reciprocal judgment system, which is where it needs to be. Yeah. 
Anyway, speaking of, next up was Esper Control. Yeah, there were two Esper Controls in the top eight, in yeah. fourth and seventh, uh, uh, and then one copy of Selesnya Tokens. Let's look at this. Let's look at this, buddy. What's going on here? Yeah. All right. Also, not many new cards except Ooh. three copies of Gideon Blackblade. That's pretty sick. Yeah, notably good for the Tokens deck because it doesn't die to Wrath spells. Yeah. Because it's not a creature when your opponent casts their no. Wraths. And... It's indestructible. And it has indestructible while it's a creature. Aww. That's true. Even if they use Teferi nice. to flash in their wrath, it still survives. It still survives. My name is Gideon and I still survive. Yes. This Esper Control deck has uh, one of the new Liliana. Yeah. Dreadhorde a General. very impressive win condition. Also, they have two Narset Partner of Veils. Partner of Veils. Is it? Is it not a partner? <laughs> what? Thought, what like, would it be to be a partner of a veil? Like, she, she like put her hands in the waterfall and then they like used she like used its power to do. Oh my her god, things. this is the best this is the best misunderstanding <laughs> since is it legal to harvest sparks? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Narset, best friend of Vales, um, <laughs> saw a lot of play. And this is a card that in limited, yeah. I think people have been underestimating. Yes. Um, I was talking about Planeswalkers being better than I first evaluated. Mm -hmm. Narset, I think, is another example. Yeah. Um, and I think that this card will see standard play and maybe Here even legacy play. Two copies. Because it stops Brainstorm. Yeah, it stops stops lots of card uh, drawing. In the sideboard, they also have two copies of Teferi Time Raveler. Yeah. Um, another Planeswalker that notably shuts down the Simic Nexus deck. Mm -hmm. Good against creature decks because it can bounce creatures and draw cards. Um, just overall, a pretty good card for these control decks. Yeah. Um, and one Eugene oh, the Ineffable. Eugene. There he is. Eugene, our, our spirit dragon friend. Yeah. I got to play a copy of this in Limited. Oh, sick. Oh, yeah. Definitely the best card you can open. Also, very disappointing in the War of the Spark novel. He, like, <laughs> tried to be all, like, write him all, like, high and mighty, and it just came off as, like, cliched and 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 boring. Mm -hmm. His, like, limited dialogue was some of the most disappointing dialogue. Wow. <laughs> you know what? I have to say that I was going... I'm, I'm supposed to read the book for, for, like, a story time recap. Yeah. And now you're making me really... Do you want... Do you want me Would to come you, to the story time? We because? might have to have you do that because you are not making me feel wildly excited about. Oh, yeah, I'll 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 have some fun, fun things to say. <laughs> um, uh, so this also has some fun oh, spells yeah. in it. Uh, two Tyrant Scorn. Yeah. This is another limited card that I love. Oh, absolutely. Very good. Uh, blue, black, instant. Choose one. Destroy target creature with converted mana cost three or less or return target creature to its owner's hand. Yep. Really good at yeah. dealing with big amass tokens. Oh, Both of its modes deal great. with big amass yeah. Um, And then there's also Dovin's Veto. Oh, yeah, as uh, as people like to call it, Dovin's Ban. <laughs> yeah. I think the biggest question mark after this weekend that I heard people talking about uh -huh. is whether or not the Elder spell will pick up in popularity. Oh, yeah. A lot of these control decks and Simic decks are playing Narset, Old Teferi, New Teferi, Liliana... Like this is it every Teferi board. old Teferi? Well, I meant like I the, know. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a dumb joke. Yeah. Anyways, it's a good point. Well, well, he can like mess with time, so like maybe he'll become young again or something. Yeah, it's I don't true. Know how messing with time works? Me neither. Mm -hmm. It's above me. This also has a copy of Enter the God Eternal. Oh in yeah, the sideboard. that was a really popular card this weekend. Yeah. Um, because it's really good against it's the red. Just very good. Yeah. yeah. Um, then we had Bant Midrange. Yeah. This strikes me as one of those decks that's just like 
actually bad. Yeah, like while no one knows, while everyone's decks are like slightly untuned, you just fill your decks with good cards like yes. World Mystic. Yeah. And then as the decks become more and more tuned, it's maybe... just going to get bad. But this is a deck after my own heart. Green white mid range is all I ever want to do in any magic <laughs> format. This um, has more blue than white. I guess I hate to true. break it to you. Well, it has a god eternal Loketra. Okay, it. that's true. I mean, look at this. This deck is ambitiously running around casting frilled mystics, which is green, green, blue, blue. Yeah. And then also god eternal Loketra, sure which is, is three white, white. Yeah. Why the heck well, they not? Have four incubation druids. That helps yeah, that's out. true. That's quite true. God eternal Loketra. Hello. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think there's a, well, there's still two a lot. Well, there's two Yeah, I think they the exact same deck. Wow. All right. friends. Okay. So, yeah. I think there's a lot of stuff to try in this format. Last format was really dominated by the most aggressive decks and the most controlling decks. Yeah. Um, but it's possible that some in-between can exist in this format. Maybe so. mid-range threats like Teferi Time Raveler and Enter the God Eternals helping out. Uh, maybe some of this Bant mid-range stuff. Yeah. Um, hopefully can take down the menace of mono red aggro and esper control. Yeah. Interestingly, no mono blue aggro. Yeah. That deck really fades in and out hard yeah. in popularity. Sometimes it's like big spike. Everyone loves it. Then it, it's, it's just seen like a sharp drop. No yeah. one plays it. It's weird. What's going and on? Notably, probably nothing for it in the new set. Yeah, that's so very maybe true. maybe just like people are That didn't to try. stop mono red. Yeah, well, that's true. But you know, those two tibbles, don't forget. <laughs> You're right. How could I have forgotten yeah. those two Tibbles? You know, Tibble seems pretty good against Mono Blue. Being able to like oh, yeah. shoot some shoot drakes some out of the sky some with the one damage. Incidentally. Mm. All right. You're not wrong. All right. So all of this talk got me thinking of what have been your favorite standard decks of your standard lifetime, Yeah, Greg? That's a phenomenal question. Well, I am a proud... Green, white, mid-range man. Yes, um, you really some are. Of my, man, some of my favorite standard decks of all time are, yeah. are all green, white, mid-range decks. Yes. Most notably, um, collected company decks. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. That was like right when I started playing competitive standard was around when collected company was good. Um, and I had a blast playing Bant Company. Oh, yeah. Um, as I like to call it, um, Wizards and Lizards Tribal. <laughs> because you... Um, you know, you had a lot of wizards. You had like Jace Vryn's Prodigy and Reflector Mage. And then you had a lot of wizards between um, Death Miss Raptor and Bounding Crisis. Gosh. Um, and like you just always wanted to play a company and hit like two wizards or two lizards or a wizard and a lizard. <laughs> and I just love talking about wizards, lizards. Yeah. And during testing, I would always inform my opponents that if I were to play Coat of Arms, my wizards would grow by this much and my lizards would grow by this much. A uh, real disappointment that Frilled Mystic, the first ever Wizard Lizard, yeah, is was not, not a company hit. Was not a, yeah. yeah, I feel like they should have known that Wizard Lizard Tribal uh, was a is, real is thing. all about yeah. collected company. Um, so I'm just like this deck. Looking, I'm looking at it right now. Blast from the freaking oh, past. Yeah. Uh, like you said, Jace Friends Prodigy, Reflector Mage. Reflector Mage. Ugh, that yeah. was so. Ugh, I miss you, Reflector Mage. That was not the emotion that I was conveying. <laughs> Dramoka's command. Dramoka's command. Sylvan Advocate. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Sylvan Advocate's nice. One you know green for a phone, two three. I uh if I wrote the letters D R O the other day and uh -huh. the word it suggested was Dramcom. 
My phone auto-corrected to this because to, to I talked so command. much about oh band company. Oh my gosh. That it knew that Dromcom was a word <laughs> I wanted to use. Duskwatch Recruiter. Oh, what a great yep. green mid-range creature. And then a tireless tracker? Yes. What a great tireless green mid-range tracker. Oh, Man, I just want to play this deck Even again. I can get behind tireless tracker. Yeah. Draws cards. Draws some cards. I'm into it. Um, arch arch angle. <laughs> Not a standard angle. Neither way. Archangel Avison. Wow. Which was the one that flipped into Avison the Purifier. Yeah. Wow. I just, yeah. So another green-white deck from the same era that played Uh a lot of these cards was um, green-white tokens with Nissa, the Nissa that made plants and the Oh, yeah. Um, One of my all-time favorite decks was the deck I brought to my first ever standard GP. Um, which I didn't day two. It was my first ever standard GP. Mm-hmm. But it was a green-white tokens deck that in its sideboard had a bunch of death misdraptors and den protectors. Um, yeah. And so it had this like megamorph package that it could side into against the oh, controlling den protector. Decks. Den protector. I don't remember that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, oh, Oath of Nissa. Just talking about that. Yeah. How about you? Any... Uh, old-time standard decks well everyone knows that i was a real fan of the elixir of immortality no win condition blue white control okay um back when you could cast four mana wraths that were uncounterable Mm. what a what a life back in the day when you could cast a sphinx's revelation what a beautiful card yeah what a beautiful card there's just nothing quite like it yeah there there really Um, isn't yeah you know, I love that. Also from this same era that you're talking about was a black white control deck. Mm, okay. Um, that was a little bit like slightly more mid rangey. Yeah. And had more planeswalkers. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, I remember actually testing for this tournament with you. And we played yeah. a lot of matches. It had like the six mana Sorin and some Gideons probably. Yeah, I'm gonna it was back in twenty twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Oh, what a long time Good ago. Time for standard. Yeah. Uh, let's look at this. Um, here we go. Oh, Kalitas, Trader of Get. I remember wow. this friend. Liliana, the Last Hope. Yes. Omnixilis oh, Reignited. That's right. Liliana, the Last Hope. What a card. Ugh. I killed a thing. I Beautiful. hated Liliana, the Last Hope. It oh, was I'm very sure good did. against decks that I played. I'm sure you did. Oh, like, Grasp of Darkness. Yeah. Like, obviously saving my favorite standard deck for last oketra's monument oh that's one that right I a gp with that's right liana the last hope was very good against that deck <laughs> uh this also had read the bones oh i loved read the bones mm. um and languish oh. all creatures get minus four minus four yeah. until end of turn you really like those four mana rats that was pretty that was pretty good yeah that was you know that was really something oh mm. i so those are, you know, those yeah. are my, when I think about the good old days. Yeah. Also, when I was in seventh grade, I liked to go to F&M uh-huh. and bring some brews. I had a sweet Enchantress deck, not Boggles, <laughs> just, just the just, auras. Yeah. We, we weren't smart enough to put them on Hexproof creatures. We just put them on creatures. <laughs> just on regular and, creatures. And yeah. Uh, but one week, it was right after I learned later, a burn deck won a Pro Tour. Uh-huh. And I brought my mono white life gain deck to <laughs> F&M. <laughs> And yep. I won the whole tournament. Nice. Everyone played mono red bird. And yes. I was just like, tap three mana, gain eight, go. Oh and gosh. they could never win. How did you tap three mana, <laughs> okay, gain I, eight? I don't remember exactly okay. the cards. I had the card. It was a two mana artifact. And it says at the beginning of your turn, if you have seven or more cards in your hand, gain four life. 
Oh, hot dang. It's like something owl. It's There's like an owl Natsuke and a crane Natsuke. It's one of those. Okay. Ivory crane Natsuke, I think. That's from Kamigawa. And I, I would gain four every turn and the burn decks could never win. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm looking it up. Yeah. Ivory crane Natsuke. There it is. Look at that. At the beginning of your upkeep, if you have seven or more cards in hand, you it's gain four life. from Saviors of Kamigawa, which had wow. a seven or more cards in your hand theme. It was not... A great set to play with. <laughs> Greg, are you ready to go on a planeswalker adventure? I am always ready to go on a planeswalker adventure. Okay. So, um, the way this is going to work is I'm, <laughs> I'm going to tell you a little bit of story. Okay. And then you're going to get to make a choice. And okay. then we'll see what happens. Okay, great. Okay. Um, this is only loosely outlined. Okay. Good. So I'm a part of it. I'm making up as I go. That's all okay. I've ever wanted. Okay. So, you know, right now you're just a normal person. Yeah. Um, I'm, am I me or am I someone no, else? No, you're someone else. Am I Maria? No. <laughs> Do you want to be Maria? <laughs> no, I didn't write the story. So you're Maria. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about like, you're, you're like a, a little elf and you're walking in a forest, okay. a beautiful so forest. Not- yeah i'm not no. on this earth no you're I'm on like a different in the yeah. multiverse Great. exactly Great. um you are elsewhere in the multiverse you're okay. a little elf walking through the forest nice. you're on your way home from elf school okay which i assume is a thing okay um and up up ahead um you see some bullies picking on an elf and you are not you are pretty you are pretty short yourself okay you know you're not you're not a bully sure um but are the bullies also elves yes okay yeah everybody's an elf in this situation okay. so far <laughs> Um, they're picking Are on you like crazy lore when elves. No, you're okay. just, you're okay. just like, you're just, like just classic like elves. elves. Okay. Yeah, okay. exactly. Okay. You're like friendly tree. You're like very, hi- you're hippies. Oh, okay. Except okay. for okay. these bullies who are just did not okay. get the Man, memo. Trees are the best. Okay. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Trees. You're really in the mindset, yeah. Greg. Uh, okay. So you like see them, you see them, yeah. they're picking on an elf who's smaller than you. Smaller than me. Yes. Smaller okay. than you. You're you're the in between. You're the little bear of this situation. Okay, I understand. Um. Anyways, so uh, here comes your first choice. Yeah. Do you do you turn around and do you run for help, um, or do you confront the bullies? I'm gonna go confront the bullies. Okay. Um. You confront the bullies. Nice. And one of them pushes you backwards. Oh no. And you knock into a tree and you Ow. hit your head. Ow. Uh, and you see a bright flash of white. And at first you think you've been concussed, but oh. then you open your eyes and you realize that you are somewhere you have never been before. Wow. Are there trees there? No. Oh, there's no. no trees. There is a vast ocean all around you. A vast ocean. Am I yes. in the middle of the ocean? You are in the middle of the ocean. Am I in a boat? You are on a boat. Okay. Um, Excellent. And, and then all of a sudden you close your eyes and you're back in the trees. Wow. Um, and okay. What, what do you do now? Uh, you have two options. Yeah. Um, either you can forget all about it, go home and go to bed, <laughs> or you can go and tell your best friend. Uh, ooh, I'm going to go tell my best friend. Okay. So you go and you tell your best friend, your best friend thinks that you're crazy. Of course. Um, and they... <laughs> they they report you to elf leadership. Oh no. Um, They're my best friend. Exactly. <laughs> I know. Friends. I know, but you know, elf, Maybe go elf back leadership wrote us some friends. Gets really mad at you and they exile you. Oh no. Yeah. They, Am I th- gonna return at the beginning of the next end step? No. Ugh, no, dang. you are simply exiled from your elf people and you wander into the woods. Okay. You come to the fork in the road. Okay. Do you go right or do you go left? Left. Easy left. Okay. Uh you go left. Um yeah. you walk you walk off a cliff and you die. <laughs> No. Do you want to go back? 
Yes. Okay, you arrive at a fork. In the, <laughs> you arrive at a fork in the woods. Do you go right or do you go left? Right. Okay, you go right. You come to a cave. Yeah. Uh, there's a cave there, and inside the cave is a hermit. Okay. And you look at the hermit, and you're like, "There's something kind of familiar about this hermit, but I don't know what it is." Um. And so, do you talk to the hermit, or do you keep walking? I'm gonna talk to the hermit. Okay, you talk to the hermit. Um. And the whole time you're like. Gosh, there's something really familiar about this hermit, okay. but you can't place it. Sure. And the hermit knows all about your power. Oh my god! They're like you. You w- woke up somewhere else, right? And then wow. you blinked, and you were back here. Mm, okay. uh, and the hermit teaches you to use your planeswalking power. Okay. Um. And so now you have a choice. Yeah. Um. Do you planeswalk to a beautiful uh, plane full of a giant city? Uh huh. Um. We might know it now as Ravnica. Yeah. Uh. Or. Do you planeswalk to a place where that is just like a mess, like a mess of tentacles and werewolves? Oh. Um, some might call it Innistrad. Yeah. Um, do I feel a pull to the city? You do feel a pull I to the city. Yes, you do feel a pull okay, to the I'm city. I'm going to follow the pull to the city. Okay. okay. Um, so you arrive in Ravnica. Yeah. Um, and you, you, there are two people. Um, that you see that you can talk to uh, down one down one alleyway that is just slowly being ripped apart. Uh-huh. Um, there's like a a really like <laughs> like a really punk looking kid. Okay. Uh, with like a bunch of tattoos and stuff. Sure. Wild hair and a giant staff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who's just like Sounds like might be a friend of an destroying elf. this alleyway. Sure. Um, you you know like they don't like the city. Yeah. You get it. They're I trying to it. return it, it all to chaos. Some trees. Um, to the left is like someone who looks like is just like someone who looks really self satisfied. Mm. They're just like they're wearing a blue cloak and they think that they're great. Mm. Which one do you want to okay, talk? Am to? I able to planeswalk back to the city or am I trapped? Um, right now you're in the city. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're, you you mean, can you please walk away from here? Yeah. No, you you cannot. Oh, I'm trapped. Okay. You are trapped. Got it. Dang. Uh, I'm going to go with the guy who's breaking stuff. Okay, great. Okay. The other yeah. one was Jace, so yeah, you really I, dodged a bullet there. I figured it out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you go and you talk. You find out that this punk kid's name is Domri. Domri, um, okay. And as you, as you start talking to him, um, you start to really like identify with what oh, yeah. he's saying. You're uh-huh. just like, oh, yeah, look at this city. How dare they build over all of the nature yeah. that used to be Absolutely. here? You're so mad. I am mad. Um, so you now have two options. Yeah. Um, you can embrace this rage that you're feeling and begin to tear down the city yep. um, with this Domri kid. Okay. Uh, or you can be like, I don't know. I'm feeling out of control here. I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. Wow. I'm a um, little stressed out. Okay. You as, know, I, I yeah. feel like I'm a very passive elf. Yeah. Uh, you know, even though I was, I'm, I'm willing to stand up to bullies, but not necessarily, not necessarily to cities. Um, okay. So as, as you try to leave, yeah. um, Domri pulls down a building and it falls on you. Oh no. And you die. Oh, <laughs> Do you want to go back? <laughs> How far can I go back? Um, you can go back to, you can go either go back to the part where you chose to walk away or you can go back to the part where you chose to talk to Domri over Jace. What if I want to not fight the bullies anymore? Oh, you cannot okay. go back okay. that let's, far let's back. Go, you are too help, far gone. Let's help Domri. Actually, do you want to go back and not fight the bullies? No, let's destroy the okay. city. Okay, so you, <laughs> so you and Domri have a great time. You're pulling down huge yeah, chunks of the city. Great. Um, and then, you know, like... 
at the end of the day, you're like, all in a good day's work. Man, you destroyed several blocks. Wow. Um, and some crazy gruel tattoo artist gives you like giant tattoos of the city blocks that wow, you destroyed. Wow, cool. Which is actually a part of gruel culture. Oh, nice. Um, and you're so you're like really you're part of them now. Yeah. Um, but then like as you're getting this, this tattoo, is good. I needed a new best friend. Yes. Because my now old you best have friend one. let me down. Yeah. So this Domery <laughs> character seems seems like who I need. Um, but as you're getting tattooed, you see a vision of an elf that has like a beautiful glowing aura and is dressed all in like silken green and white robes Wow! Um, and they appear to you and they like somehow no one else can see them it's like some sort of magic they're appearing only to you okay um and they're like is this the path that you want to walk down um and they stretch out their hand do you go with this elf apparition or do you continue to stick around with your gruel buddies and get your sick tattoo mm. you know me personally me greg yes would take the hand but i feel yeah. like my elf character is having an adventure with the gruel and i'm okay. gonna, gonna keep doing what they're doing yeah 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 you know awesome so never you never had a tattoo never wanted a tattoo <laughs> but like this is a rush yeah. and like we're not we're not leaving this world now. oh yeah you're yeah. feeling great oh of course the tattoo kind of burns but oh, you know yeah. you're feeling it and everyone around is like having a, a great time yeah um and domri's like tomorrow so the sick is gonna go Ooh. down so you wake up in the morning yeah. and um there's there's like a giant army of blue people okay um and a giant dragon who's yeah. in charge of all of them that's scary um and the elf lady appears to you one more time and is like are you sure <laughs> um and domri is just like he's like picks up his giant staff which you see has two giant dragon horns on the top of it and domri is like are you ready to go like let's go it sounds like uh, we're tearing down the city with this army okay it sounds like they're a friendly you're a gonna friendly go, army <laughs> you're gonna go with domri still yeah, i guess so all right so you and domri run run down um and then you see all of a sudden up ahead uh, you know, so like Domri, all of a sudden, like a light goes out of him. Oh no! Yeah, and wow. he falls to the sidewalk. Okay. Um, do you do you run forward to see what happened to him, or do you just like turn around and hightail it? I'm gonna turn around and hightail it. Um, right behind you is an eternal, and they suck out uh, your your no. walker spark. Okay. Do I like so so my spark? Do, do, am I like cognizant of it being flying? You die. Uh, okay. So you I don't die. like get to live through the spark and fly through the air. No, it, this is it never dies. explored in the book. Oh. Okay. Hmm. No, as soon as your spark gets pulled out, you die. Huh. I'm sorry. That's... Do you want to go back? Uh, let's go back one more time. Let's okay. go talk to the lady with the oh, okay. The second so, time, not the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second time. So the second time, yeah. um, as everyone's like, let's go. And the lady's like, are you sure? Yeah. Uh, and you're like, okay, I'm going to go with this, actually, this yeah. this lady. Um, and she pulls you into a giant grove of trees. And at the center of it is like a giant living hall of trees called Vitugazi. Mm. And you get to see it awaken and it rumbles to life. Wow. Um, and strides. I, as someone who's pretty into trees, this is... This yeah, is a big deal. It's pretty great. Yeah. You're like, wow, wow, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Nice. Um, and you see all of these trees kind of like ants going into battle against the Eternals. Yeah. Um, and you fight them and you live happily ever after the end. Wow. There you go. I thought I was going to die. You know what? I thought about it, but <laughs> I decided that you get one get, like, happy ever after. I by the tree or something. Okay. You get accidentally <laughs> squished by a tree. <laughs> I feel like one of the flaws with the stories is uh -huh. that like, all of these people make absurd choices. And the yes. last time they made absurd choices, Nicol Bolas was just like, ha ha ha, you're all defeated. And yeah. this time they make these absurd choices and it's like, ha ha ha, for some yeah. reason you beat Nicol Bolas this time. To be fair, so, I know, didn't give you any reasonable choices. That's true, but I'm just saying, I feel like my character deserves to meet an Yeah. Egg. Oh, that's uh, okay. On, on Ravnica. Um, you get squished by a tree. Okay. Yeah. Does Nicol Bolas still end up with my spark? Um, no, in that case, you just got squished by a tree. <laughs> The tree gets your planeswalker spark and the tree planeswalks away. Wow. 
It's pretty you cool. Go back to my home world. Yeah, the tree goes back. As a yes, <laughs> and everyone is just like, "Where is this tree from?" Mm. And it becomes a whole legend. Wow. But also, it's kind of an inv- invasive species, and it becomes slightly problematic mm. in like a hundred years. Okay. Um, because there's like a lot of native wildlife that's doing worse because of it. But you couldn't have seen that coming. Yikes! So what an adventure. It really Thank was. Thank you for that. Thank you for taking me along on that. No worries. <laughs> Thanks for going along on it. <laughs> Before we go, Ultra Pro. Yeah, Ultra Pro is great. Yes. Um, I ha- brought with me to the tournament some Ultra Pro dice that yeah. have the Planeswalker symbol on them. Yes. And I think they're really cool because you have so many Planeswalkers in play. Yeah. That you can actually use the Planeswalker dice on yes. your Planeswalker cards. They look pretty and sick. They look really sweet. Yeah. Um, they're really pretty. So that's and my new favorite Ultra Pro product. Here's the story that involves Greg yes. indirectly. Um, when Maria and I were like sleeving up to do our uh, old school Ravnica battle. Yeah. Um, Maria sleeved up her Rakdos deck and Rakdos sleeves, obviously. Yeah. And I was like playing Celestia and I'm like, where are the Celestia sleeves? Because they're great. You know, the yeah. guild sleeves are beautiful. They're really They're nice. so good. Um, and then there were no Celestia sleeves. I and I was like, Maria, Greg is behind this. Yeah. And do you know what, Greg, were you behind it? I was behind this. Yes, I you gave were. them away on my Twitch stream. <laughs> to... But aren't they great? Oh, yeah. they're. I uh, think they're great. And the people who won them in my Twitch giveaway also think they're great. See? So, there you go. Yeah. So Ultra Pro, you can get their stuff um, at Ultra Pro. You can get their stuff at your local game store. You can get their stuff at Card Kingdom. But it is, it's just great. Yeah? Yeah. It's, they say it's what the pros use, and it's true. Like, I, as a bronze-level pro, use a bunch of ultra-pro stuff. There and you so go. do all the other pros. So, you know, <laughs> it's not just a motto. Hey, everyone. That's our show. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Thanks and, for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. Wow. We yeah. learned a lot. This was this was an awesome experience. Sorry about every all of the bad choices that your elf had to make. Oh, you shouldn't be sorry. I The elf chose yeah. those choices. Yeah, and, the elf did know. choose those choices. Yeah. <laughs> I really <laughs> thought the falling off the cliff one was yes. the most. <laughs> that one was really sad. That one was that one's classic choose your own adventure, though, right? Yeah. Where it's just like, you're like, oh, this is a dumb set of choices. <laughs> Never mind. One of them leads to you inevitably dying. Yeah. Um, wow. But, you know, we that's some lessons. If you come to a fork in the road, go right. Go right. Because left, there might be. Yes. Cliff. Also, you know, if you fall in with the gruel, you're going to get a sick tattoo. Yeah. And any option is better than going with Jace. <laughs> <laughs> um, if, if you went with Jace, you, he was going to talk to you and you would get bored to death. Wow. <laughs> that was slightly sl- sad you didn't choose it. But also uh, I set you up to not choose it. Oh, yeah, so you definitely, definitely. It's did. OK. Yeah. I mean, you would have also died, but oh, of boredom. Of yeah. <laughs> Um, once again, thank you to everyone who is a patron of the show over at patreon.com slash glhfmagic. It means so much to us. And of course, to our sponsors, Card Kingdom and Ultra Pro, just some of the best vendors of all of the magic things you need that there are out there. Absolutely. Uh, remember to check out our weekly news show, The Upkeep, and our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash goodluckhighfive, where you can find this the video of this podcast. If you yes. prefer to watch it, you can find that news podcast. You can find weekly vids. And a really exciting weekly video coming up That's this right. week. That's right. We have, uh, we have Featuring a me. vlog from yeah. Greg. So, you know, see what tuned. London is like. It's be very exciting. In portrait mode. <laughs> 
I'm kidding. I'm not kidding about yeah. that. It's in portrait it mode. In portrait mode. I, I am kidding about lessons. shaming. You. I did have to record it on my iPhone because I don't have fancy recording technology. That's, but anyway, that's fair. It's, it's still enjoyable. iPhones record in horizontally. Yeah, Greg. you know, I, let's just say I've learned some lessons about vlogging. <laughs> no also, but seriously check it out yeah, it's way cute and check out our twitch channel now yes that, uh megan and maria are or at least megan's back from london yes. and maria will be back soon they'll be back to streaming yeah uh, and you can come watch me on thursday afternoons streaming mm-hmm. or them during the day on tuesday wednesdays and thursdays that is ve- yeah. all very true twitch.tv slash glhf magic and if for some reason you're like oh i don't want to be a patron i don't like patreon you can give to the show through twitch instead yeah you can be a twitch sub yeah Awesome. All right, party people. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Party on. uh, Until then, good luck and bye bye.